Okay, I can't keep doing this. Oh my god, I should have bought GameStop. I'm gonna be home. I'm gonna be home by the time you're done breathing. <laughs> by the way, does Anchor look different? Uh, it looks it like does. Uh, it's got a new. Yeah, I got a new update. Nice. Good shout out to Anchor. Uh, probably got a new update. Kind of like I'm sure GameStop could get a new update now after that. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah, it all fell back to earth. The correction was it made. Was so no, SD. No, no. It, it was for, it was forced to fall back to earth. Yes, exactly. Correct. Like, SDI, fill me in on, on what happened. So, if you're listening 30 years from now, we are recording on this day, January 28th, 20, 2021. 12821. 2821 could be a final score or a little bit a uh, week and a half from now when they play the Super Bowl. But, anyways, uh, which, by the way, is going to be the Chiefs and the Buccaneers if you're listening 30 years from now. Yeah, somebody's actually hosting a Super Bowl. The Tampa Bay's playing in their home stadium, but it's COVID. Weird. But. So SDI, out of nowhere, this game stock just goes way up. This stock goes way up, and apparently, mm-hmm. like I, I'm, I'm lost a little bit in the details. I know it was like a, a move to stick it to some hedge fund people that they had shorted the game stock stop stock, game stop stock. Wow, what a tongue twister. And uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 hard to say. It's annoying. So GME, as the the investors call it, was skyrocketed through the room, but there was a big big-time hedge funders that had shorted that stock. So these guys were losing their ass. And apparently, like, it was all started by mm-hmm. Reddit and Robinhood, like, sticking it to – just to stick it to these hedge fund, hedge fund people. They told uh, the, the, the regular consumer, the you and me out there, to go out and buy GameStop. All right. So basically, basically, the, this is what happened. This, this massive hedge fund released um, – data and in the data this guy on reddit realized that they were shorting a ton of game stock of GameStop mm-hmm. stock so you, you know how short yeah yeah you're, you're, you're better you, you, yeah why watch billions I, I see him do it all the time you bet against the stock you bet like if the stock go, if you if you short it but, and right but you know how you do it though you know how you do it you yeah like do if it? you short a stock and the stock crashes like you get um you uh, you end up getting that money. You end up like you know making bank, and then if you know if you sh- yeah. But the way you do it, the way the what it really means is so. Let's say let's say we'll use GameStop as an example. Let's say um GameStop is worth ten dollars, right? I think GameStop is going to go down to to seven. Let's let's call it. So I I I don't buy shares of GameStop. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I know that now. Yeah. Right, right. So I borrow them, and then once it drops to, to seven, I buy back the stock, give it to you, and I profit yes. the three dollars. So that's that's okay. So that's what this hedge fund was doing. This Reddit realized it. So what this this guy on Reddit realized is that if if this company has a massive amount of shares borrowed, he's gonna have they have to pay them mm-hmm. back. Like they have to give them back eventually. So you just keep raising, 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 and eventually the head funds are like, oh, whoops, and then they have to buy anyway, so it keeps raising the value yeah. of the stock. So that's what happened. Yeah, but, and then how did Robinhood get involved? Like, I mean, because apparently Robinhood and... Well, it wasn't just Robinhood. Robinhood Robinhood's the one that, that, that went viral for some reason, but it was a bunch of, 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 uh, of trading, sites. trading companies that said that they weren't going to... Yeah, that, that said that they weren't that you weren't allowed they weren't going to allow you to buy GameStop, AMC, uh, Blockbuster, and I don't remember what the fourth one was. Blockbuster, wow, back from the dead. Yeah, it was. It, it, honestly, I'm like I'm 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 reading the news yesterday, and it's like 
I feel like I'm back in the mall in the 90s. There's AMC, Blockbuster, GameStop. I think Dillard's was the other one. I think it Dillard's, was Dillard's. Wow. Yeah, I, I yeah. almost I I I I, I, uh, I took a look. See, I have some old Xbox games. I haven't played it forever, and I'm like, oh, I wonder how my I wonder if I should take these back to GameStop. See what I can get back for them. <laughs> yeah, the problem is Robin Hood's not going to let you train them in. <laughs> There's going to be Robin Hood officials there. Like, I got all these games. I got like Madden two, the Madden '09, and it's like, oh, I'm going to sell it. And then Robin Hood. There's a Robin Hood there. Nope, nope, can't sell it. Go back. Go home. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and it's to protect you from making money, so that Steve Cohen doesn't have to throw in another two billion dollars. <laughs> it's just an actual Robin Hood. Because Steve Cohen ended up having to pay like two. Steve Cohen ended up having to pay two billion dollars. Wow! Wow! So he was part of the short. Yeah, I, I, actually, let me rephrase. I don't know exactly how Steve Cohen is involved, but I do know that that he ended up spotting. Either his company or a friend of his, a company that he works with, two billion dollars to cover the short. Yeah, and, and uh, the, uh, what, yeah, and, like you mentioned, this is the one thing that unify that that's so that's uh, unifying the countries. Like I think everybody on every side of the aisle is is is, is all in, uh, on the same side here. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Like you go on Twitter and Ted Cruz, AOC, uh, Ben Shapiro, uh, right, left, centered. Doesn't matter. They're all they're all agreeing. They're all united on this. It's amazing. Reddit. Some nerd, some nerds at Reddit unified the country. Oh oh god! Trademark, trademark. Oh my god! Sinking the ship. Yeah yeah. Sorry sorry. You you trademark trademark. He's gonna sue. Like if you ever say the Michael Buffer's uh, Michael Buffer's famous phrase, Joe Biden is out now as a listening team out there. Mm -hmm. If anybody says that U word and doesn't trademark it. He's, it's going to say well, cease and desist coming our way. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I got another email about the Michael Buffer thing again. We can literally get like 10 emails a, uh, 10 emails a month uh, about, about making sure we don't say Michael Buffer's famous phrase. It's amazing. <laughs> you, you so wanted to say it right there, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saw like right there, like you solely, totally wanted to say it, but you couldn't. No, I don't. But back to the so, so, so yeah, so uh, the so now all of a sudden, Robin Hood is not letting people. Uh, what well, they're not letting them sell the GameStop stop that they bought, or they are they not? Are they not letting? But like I, I saw, I, I. No, they're allowed. Well, so no, 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 no. They they they're allowing you to sell because they want you to sell, but. They're not yeah, I checked. It's I checked. I checked my Robinhood account. Yes, I do have one. Uh, yeah, it says AMC and, and uh, GameStop. They're not letting you. They're not letting you buy it. Mm-hmm. And it gets worse. There's been reports that they're selling people stock, GameStop stock. Um, what? Robinhood? Yeah, like I'll, I have it here. Hold on. Yeah, I have it here. Let me, let me pull up the exact what 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 they're emailing their their customers about it. Hold on. Wow. Uh, here it is. In light of recent volatility, we are restricting restricting transactions for certain securities to position closing only. However, due to the unreasonable risk involved in brokering your position, we have closed your 4,500 shares of GME. For an average price of $118.93, 
on January 28th, 2021 at 1124. Wow. Your trade confirmation will be available in your order history. Wow. And what that? So is is, is Congress is Congress yeah. going to get a bill passed at a hundred at a hundred to nothing votes to start to like disallow this? Because we're all we're all unified trademark. Well, the, 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 no, the big the bigger the bigger problem is is this going is this considered market manipulation? And if it is, these people are going to go to jail. Robin Hood people. Yeah, the 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 CEO of whoever runs the company these companies. I mean, if they're if they're manipulating the market, they're going to go to jail. It's it's like insider trading. Yeah, this is straight out of an episode of Billions, like literally a real life episode of Billions, like that juice, that juice, but that. But yeah, I mean, of course, dude, but bro, of course, the Senate's gonna do do something. The Senate likes talks to Rafael Palmero about him injecting a needle in his body. <laughs> like, you think they're not gonna call these people? <laughs> you think they're, they're bringing Mark McGuire to tell everybody that he didn't want that he's not there to talk about the past? <laughs> right, like, like I, maybe if there was a Robin Hood guy, he's gonna bring in a translator, like, like Palmero. <laughs> <laughs> the finger point. I did not man- manipulate the market. <laughs> I have never manipulated the market. Period. <laughs> but dude, this is this, this is insane. So who? So who stopped? Like you know who? Who's the one? Like so. Um, I, I hear from people like complaining that. Like these head these head fund guys complain, and then that they, they cater to the hedge fund guys, even though they take advantage of rules all the time. Of course, of course, but you know these hedge fund people are billionaires, and they got on the phone, and they're massive donors to every politician, and they're massive lobbyists. So they called, and they're like, "Hey, dude, come on, man, help me out here. I I got you ah. or whatever," and then. Uh, uh, but that's not what that's not what happened here. This wasn't even a political decision. What happened here is one of the so it's it's it's, all, it's hard to follow, uh, and I could be missing some details, and I could be giving some details incorrectly here. So if I do, I apologize in advance. But Robinhood uses a specific company, I forget the name of it, to do all their trades. That company is the hedge fund that was shorting. GameStop, so that it's ah. something like that. I'm sure I missed one or two details there, and you can look it up, but there's something going on with the company that Robinhood uses for the trading and, and, and the hedge fund. It's all connected. They're all, it, they're all connected. They're all connected, right? So they, they figure they got to figure out a way to uh, stop the bleeding. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so but that, but that's it. But because, like, I think it was the, the hedge fund, the, the hedge fund that that had the most short stock, short stocks of GameStop. I think, I think they lost nineteen billion dollars yesterday. Yeah. Oh, so, what I what did I do today in the morning? I when I got to, I got to the office right away, and I'm going through all the freaking hedge funds that my family owns, making sure it wasn't any of these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like going through it. I'm like, please don't be that one. Okay, good. All right, Woo. all right. One uh, down. Five more to go. Yeah, Robinhood. You can't short on Robinhood. Like, oh, Robin, Robin, because that's the trade-off for because you don't pay you don't pay a um a fee. You don't pay a commission uh, on a trade. So on Robinhood, like most of these other places, you got to pay a commission every time you do a trade. But on Robinhood, you don't. But the flip side is you yeah. can't short. Well, and shorting, I don't think Robinhood. Um, I, I, 
yeah, but no, but, but shorting is idiotic. I hope that what comes out of this is that people stop shorting. It, well, then he watches, he watches, he watches Axelrod do it on pillions all the time, and it's just, it's just it's like, oh, I want to be that guy. That seems so cool to short a stock. Yeah, but you know how many people have made a lot of money shorting stocks, like significant money, and, and it's like it's a very few. Yeah, Ax- Axelrod's. Uh, so, I mean, this has happened in billions, but Axel Axelrod's uh, rise to fame in the TV show. Uh, was that he shorted airline stocks on on September 11th, and so that's and then like he has a big ethical yeah. debate on the entire series, but that's how like he that, that's how he made his his, his fortune. Yeah, but, but like, like you uh, said, nobody yeah, that, I mean, that guy's on TV. I, I mean, I'm not. Uh... But by the way, like how can he like how can right. he how can no, he be able yeah, to short like, at the time? Realistically, like like if you if you if you actually like talk to people that work in this in this field they'll tell you that short making money shorting stocks is really hard making making significant money shorting stocks is one in a it's super risky like you could lose your ass well, well yeah well apparently not robin uh. <laughs> that's that's hilarious so, so but, but uh yeah by the way how how ironic that an app called Robinhood is stealing money from the poor yeah. and giving it back to the rich. Or they're covering the losses of the rich, <laughs> and the poor suffer. That is that is funny. Yeah. So there's there's now there's also rumors that Robinhood wants to is is what's is doing is gonna uh, they're gonna they're gonna do an IPO soon. So they're gonna so they don't want to upset the market buddies because if they ups, upset their market buddies when they announce their IPO, nobody's gonna buy it. Ah. It's, it's all. It's all a scam. It's it's all a scam, and and finally some guys on Reddit figured it out. And the hedge fund were like, "Oh, so the, the, so the back to, stop it." So stop the hedge, so the, the Reddit, so the guy, the, the hedge fund guy, degree clear. He posted a data shot, a screenshot of data, like, a, a, and the Reddit guy sees that. It wasn't a screenshot. It was a report. It was a report. The hedge fund, our hedge fund, and here is the report of what we're doing, and and in the it's a very detailed report that most hedge funds. Give to their clients. It had GameStop, GameStop being shorted, but at a massive amount of, mm-hmm. of shares. So they were going to borrow the like I don't know what it was before it all started. Let's say it was ten dollars. They were going to put like a couple bees into games into shorted GameStop mm-hmm. into buying you know ten a, a couple bees worth of shares on ten dollars shares. So that's a massive amount of shares. But instead of it shorting, it jumped to like you know two hundred, right. uh, three hundred plus. It was at like it was at like three fifty. Three fifty at one point, and so if it went from ten to three fifty. Oh my god! And they put a couple bees. Now let's say you have that. Right. You have to you have to give those all those at shares the plus back. Three, at, and you have to at, at the right. three. So you had to pay. You got to pay thir- thirty five times as much as you bought it for. So you bought it for a couple bees. You gotta, you gotta give back like seventy bees. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's why I told you. That, that that's why I told you that that the, the one that lost the most lost like eighteen okay. billion dollars. <laughs> but Robin, but 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 apparently you said Robin Hood's covering for it. They're, they're getting it back. Or are they? Yeah, but it's still not. It still hasn't gone down. Like it's still it's still higher than it was. Oh, so you have to. So started. they have, so the, so Robin Hood's not letting anybody buy stock. So that the stock would plummet back to its original place. 
Right. So that's what. So that's what Robin Hood was. What Robin Hood was trying to originally was like, okay, no more. Nobody can buy anymore, so it can't keep going up. But what all these, what all these redditors and all these people that were part of this movement, what they started doing, they were like, okay, fine, we won't buy anymore. But guess what? We're also not going to sell. So if nobody's selling it, it the stock doesn't go down. Help uh, the hedge funds either. Um. So. Uh, that's why Robinhood started, in my opinion, illegally selling their users as shares without their permission. Oh, ball! Because nobody wants to sell, but Robinhood is forcing. Because it was yeah, it was like hold the line, hold the line, do not sell, do not sell. Let's screw these guys. Don't like if they're gonna if they're gonna mess with oh. us, we're gonna fight back. Don't hold the stock. Hold the yeah, stock. Yeah, I, I could see, I could see why. So just one Reddit guy, like one Reddit guy, like first of all, why would a hedge fund guy? It's not one Reddit guy. It's it's a Reddit. It's a Reddit Wall Street uh, like thread or whatever. I don't know what. The yeah, I don't use Reddit either. Reddit, so I don't know what the what they call it. But it's like a Reddit thread or a Reddit page or whatever. Like some some. It's Wall Street. Now something. what question? Why? And it was just all these guys that always. It's all these guys that always just talk about Wall Street on it, and they 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 all figured out they were going to do. Why this would thing. this? And then. And then, no, and then it just got super, and then mm-hmm. it just got really popular, and then like Dave Portnoy and, and Elon Musk and a bunch of and other they guys. were buying GameStop. Yeah, and that's what and then you now you're talking significant money. Now you're yeah, talking Dave Elon Musk money. You're talking barstool sports money, right? Like, ah, uh. because because Elon Musk, Elon Musk hates shorters because they always try to short huh. Tesla. That's a that's a bad move. So. When he realized that he can get back at these people, he's like, "All right, billion dollars, whatever. I don't know how much it was, but but, the, but let's say somebody did sell their stock. Somebody bro- broke away from the alliance to not sell their stock. They would still make a huge profit, but they would just be screwing over the people, the alliance that they're that they'd be helping out the hedge fund guys by selling the stock." Yeah, but honestly, man, honestly, dude, if if I if I got in early and I bought GameStop for ten bucks and now it's worth three fifty, yeah, I'm not holding the line. I'm I'm taking my thirty million dollars. <laughs> like I don't hate I don't I'm not one of those people that hates hedge fund hedge funds guy. I don't need to screw them over. If I'm making three hundred million dollars or three million dollars or whatever, I'm not gonna hold the line. Dude. Oh, billions, billions. Yeah, billions. The, the TV show has been on pause. Uh, they, they they stopped halfway through the season. I guess pandemic. They haven't been able to feel because actually they're the last TV. Sh- they're the first TV show to like mention coronavirus before. Like they're like they're they were pretty current with their filming. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gu- I'm guaranteeing you, whenever they're back to filming and, and creating new episodes, I guarantee you there's gonna be an episode exactly word for word like how how the GameStop thing. Yeah, and then there's gonna and there's gonna be a movie written by Aaron Sorkin, which is gonna totally distort the real story because Aaron Sorkin just likes to <laughs> give his one position and then everybody's going to watch it and think that they're now stock market market experts and Aaron Sorkin's going to ruin the story for good people <laughs> yeah <laughs> by the way because because you know because because the White House really isn't an epi- is not an episode <laughs> of the West Wing guys. <laughs> that's not how it really works dude <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 guy, the dude from Billy Madison is not in the White House. <laughs> yeah, he's all of a sudden the the, the, the smartest man <laughs> the guy, on the planet. The guy who does the weasel laugh. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Martin Sheets at the president. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aaron Sorkin, he did do um, The Social Network. Well, I love that movie. Um, he did do, he, he's done, a, um, what, what he, what's the other really good movie that I liked that he did? By the way, he did uh, the, the Social Network. Uh-huh. Oh, I think, oh, my favorite movie in like the, in the, of, the, of the new millennium, Molly's Game. That was an Aaron. Oh, yeah, that was good. GameStop, by the way, at $261.56 uh, $261. now. See, and, and Robin Hood selling it, selling it at $100. That's what, I'm, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on Robin Hood. Robin Hood has it at $261.56. But, okay, so I don't, I, maybe it was at 100 earlier in the day. When, when but I can't buy it. I got it sold. Or maybe that was a fake email. That's, I, that was just, I, I don't know if that's true or not. That, but it, it, has been, it has made the rounds. I'm yeah, the, 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 the high the high was at 482.85. Uh, that's the high. That was the highest. That was the peak. Uh, so obviously the 50, the 52 week high is 482.85, which is obviously uh, yesterday. So yeah, that was the number, 42. And what was the low? Actually, no, the lowest, it's the 50. Oh, wow. The 52 week low is at $2.57. <laughs> I yeah. don't know when that two fifty seven was, but <laughs> no, but you're right. The low, the low was at um, uh, one twelve point two five. So <laughs> it's the same. Come, it's come the same. <clears throat> Wow. So what a wild uh for GameStop. And then uh, I guess AMC was also on that uh, that data share page. But SDI, my question I want to ask—I know we've been on this topic forever. The question I want to ask is why would a head that hedge fund guy put his information out to sh- that report out for everyone to see? Like, if it was so damaging, costing him billions of dollars, why would he put his shorts out for everyone well, to see? Well, no, nobody. This has never happened before, and it's not uncommon for hedge funds to, you know, to. Send out these reports. So, like, how, how come this hasn't happened before? That you know, if if if, if some Reddit, a couple Reddit guys sees a report, uh, a hedge a hedge fund guy's report, like, oh wow, let's let's screw this guy over. Like, how come uh, how come this doesn't happen? This doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Or maybe maybe the guy who started it was an investor and he got the. I don't know. Mm, yeah, that's that's the one the one last up unsolved piece of the question. But as I was saying, you know, Aaron Sorkin, you know, the Social Network and uh, Molly's Game, uh, two of my favorite. Well, I like the Social Network a lot, but Molly's Game, wow, maybe the better. But it's, it, it got robbed. It should have been nominated for an Oscar, but Oscar doesn't know its own movie yeah, from Molly's its own ass. Very good. Yeah, oh, so good, that's uh, so, so good. And uh, you know, Miss Chastain, that she was a uh, NLW poker dealer and. Uh, not even a dealer, but you know she's uh, she runs a poker game like all, all everything you could want as a degenerate uh, <laughs> in that movie. Even if you know nothing about gambling, the movies are very well uh, explained. But uh, yeah, speaking, no, it's, it's a good movie. And it's entertaining. It's, it's a great story. Yeah, and also there's stocks in that movie too. Bad Brad. Either there's a, there was a guy literally there just to collect stock tips. He would lose his ass on the poker table, but he'd be banking in the, on the stocks. Mm-hmm. That's 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 funny, you know. I wonder if he he, he lost any. Oh uh, man, back- Aaron Sorkin's already got a background in this. Oh no, he's gonna ruin the story. What? Well, because he made he wrote Molly's game, right? So he. Yeah. That, oh he yeah, wrote that, yeah. He wrote that character. Yep. Now, did he did he do Moneyball too? I don't know. I don't know. 
I thought he did Moneyball. Look it up. I'll look it up. Moneyball. Like, you know, Moneyball is also a really good movie, too. Like, I, I got to give the guy. Is he may, no, he no, is his good movies dr- are good. No, the movies are great. The problem is that they're just not, you know. Well, the West Wing. The White House is not an episode of West Wing. <laughs> no, the director is Bennett Miller. But I thought uh, he might have been a producer. He might have written it. Uh, let's see. Moneyball, uh, Aaron Sorkin. Because I, I, like, I could tell, like, you know, Aaron Sorkin. Moneyball, Aaron Sorkin. Uh, yeah, it's directed by Ben and Miller and written by Steve Zalian and Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But it's based on the book, which I know Aaron Sorkin didn't write the book. Now, there's a book, Moneyball, came right. out before right, the movie. Right, right. But now, now that we're here, we might as well look up other Aaron Sorkin movies. Aaron Sorkin movies. All right. This is great potting. Uh, let's see. Molly's Game. Oh, he did that Steve Jobs movie. I haven't seen that. Uh, everyone's raving about the trial of the Chicago 7. I haven't seen it yet, but it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I haven't seen it either. The Social Network I saw was awesome. A Few Good Men. Oh, oh classic. Oh, The American President. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, but I gotta imagine if Sorkin's involved. Yeah. Oh, Charlie Wilson's War. That was alright. I like Charlie Wilson's War. I haven't seen that one. And then there's this movie called Malice. And then I think it ends. But yeah, Moneyball. It, it does credit him with Moneyball. So there yeah, you go. That, yeah. You're, and of course, you have the West Wing, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Few good, few good men. <laughs> he actually really, wow, he really doesn't have it. Uh, he has lots, lots of gaps in between movies. Well, West Wing it, was like 10 years, though. Yeah, it took, yeah, yeah, West Wing took him a while. But I think he was actually, I think... I could be wrong on this, but I think he only did like the first four or five seasons of the West Wing. Oh, uh, West Wing. Um, uh, he TV series created. He, it was he created it. Uh, 99 to two thousand six. Uh, forty five episodes until two thousand three. Yeah, it stops. I think it stops at uh, two thousand three. But he does get credit for creating the series, even if right, the series right, went right. on afterwards. Yes. Yeah, but he stopped. He stopped writing it after the first three or four seasons. So okay, this yeah, this is actually yeah. As a writer, yes, because I'm only looking at the writer credits. Mm-hmm. At the writer credits, it has you know Molly's Game, written for uh, Molly's Game, Steve Jobs, the new oh the newsroom. I remember that TV show, Moneyball. Yeah. He wrote the screenplay. Social Network. He wrote the screenplay, but he only has three credits as director. Right, he's more of a writer. Yeah, to, Molly's Game and tr- and the Trial of Chicago Seven are the only two. And there's another movie that he's doing right now, Being the Ricardos, that's in pre-production that he has a. Uh, credit for a director's credit for okay so he's mostly yeah you're right he's mostly a writer yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> oh is the imdb even includes his appearances on late night tvs where he's credited yeah imdb himself. always does that it's, it's kind of funny <laughs> yeah he has 72 credits on uh on late night tvs yeah when he was ruining american politics and and, and news channels everywhere <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Oh my god, you're gonna lose it. What? You're gonna lose it when I read this credit. So not so apparently that he has seven producer credits. A few good men is one of them, the newsroom, West Wing. Um only eighty eight episodes that he actually produced up until two thousand three. Um the way, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it it stops two thousand three, uh, but then, 
there was a first of all there was a West Wing documentary special in 2002, but there was a in 2020 SDI. Yeah, there was a, there was an episode at the end of the, at the end of last year. There was a West Wing special to benefit when we all vote TV yeah. special. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the whole game got back together. <laughs> well, the ones that are still living. I know that uh, that Leo guy d- died a long time well, ago. No, but he died in the middle of the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he died in the middle. Yeah, he died in the middle of the series. And uh, uh, Leo McGarry—that's the the guy's name in West Wing. I forget the actor's name. But uh, but yeah, the, the ones that are still living. Yeah, they all got back together and did a special benefit when we all. Mm-hmm. That's, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when everybody votes, then the West Wing will be. Then the White House will become an episode of your favorite TV show. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> So, so is, is there, I, I bet he's got to start working on his next project, uh, the Executive Order, because uh, Joe Biden has done. Whether you think it's good or bad, he's done a lot of them. No, his, his, his new project is Insurrection. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! The, the ship is so sunk, but it's too funny. It's yeah, totally it, worth it. It, it. Insurrection, and then and then the new one, the short. The short. The short. <laughs> Honestly, there should be a Super Bowl prop on on Biden executive orders. Like you could bet on whether the weekend is going to mention Joe Biden or Donald Trump, which just seems like a stupid bet to make. Uh, but then again, I mean, we just said we we just uh, fresh off an hour. Everyone, I'm sure somebody yesterday said betting on GameStop. That's stupid. Oh, yeah, you do the math. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, like he's uh, I don't know if it's true, but he's he's set like a record for we're we're what we're uh, a week in or a week eight days into his uh, his new regime, and he he's set, he's like has more executive orders than like the last five or six presidents in the first week put together. Yeah. No, 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 no. Democracy. I'm not. I'm not going criticizing. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just, it's just. It's funny. It's interesting. Yeah, checks and balances at its finest. <laughs> oh my God, we're so dead. We're so doomed. But, but the other guy was the dictator. Ah! Oh my God. Oh, no, no. What have we done? Super Bowl, Bucks, and Chiefs. That's not for another week. We don't want to talk about that. But I did use. Uh, speaking of bets. I did bust out the uh, the Sex in the City bet. I, I put that I, did, I put that test to the work, and a lot of a lot of the women uh, had some thoughts on that Sex in the City bet from last week. Mm-hmm. SDI, yeah, including some say number two on your big board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everyone had different opinions, and the bet is still up. So I, I still I could still use that bet to you know talk to talk to women. I, I, I asked them. Uh, I, I but I asked I asked somebody I work with and. Uh, she she said she was like the one person, the female who never watches uh, Sex in the City. But uh, well, I hope she's not listening to this podcast. But anyways, um, but as, uh, the bet the bet is still there. The odds really haven't moved, except for the prison it bet, which is which has got more more uh, worse odds at plus eight fifty. It was plus seven fifty last I saw. But SDI, Bovada's added a couple uh, more entertainment bets to the. Yeah. Who, which actor will play Larry King in his biopic? Rest in peace, Larry King. He passed away uh, last week at 87 years old. Obviously, if you're listening 30 years from now, he wasn't going to make it to 117. Uh, but here are the, the, audio, the, the favorites to play Larry King in a, bio, in a biopic. Gary Oldman and Steve Buscemi are both co-favorites at plus 150. 
Kristen Bale plus 400. John Travolta plus 400. Tom Hanks plus 800. Ooh, I like this one at plus 1,000. Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. No, Jack Nicholson hasn't made a movie and he's done. <laughs> Maybe he comes out of retirement to play his old friend. I don't know. I've heard reports that he's like he's like very sick. That's why he doesn't even go to Laker games anymore. Really? Well, I mean, you he can't go to Laker games anyways. They don't allow him to. You know, no, but he hasn't been to a Laker game in like five years. Wow. I didn't know this. Oh, I hope I hope he's not next week. I hope we're not saying, you know, goodbye. I hope we're not, like, you know, this no, time. No, we're not, we're not the Leopard show. We don't kill people. Oh, okay. okay. By the way, the, the, the biopic must be cast in 2021 or 2022 for action. All right, wait. So, all right, say the names again. I wasn't paying attention. All right, Gary Oldman. Uh-huh. He's Commissioner Gordon in the Batman series. Uh, uh-huh. Steve Buscemi, one of Adam Sandler's cronies. <laughs> uh, Kristen Bale. Well, uh, John Travolta. Tom Hanks, and then Jack Nicholson. Oh, it's obviously going to be Tom Hanks. That guy does everything. Plus 800. All right. There's your bet. That's good value. At plus 800. <laughs> and then you can also bet on who will play Harry Potter in the HBO live action show, uh, which Daniel Radcliffe, I think he did it the first time. He's the favorite at plus 250. So, And there's a couple other names here. Dev Patel to play Harry Potter. That's uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, other than that, no names you wouldn't know. So yeah, we haven't even talked sports yet, SDI. It's like the longest we've gone without sports. I think we got all we, we, we did the same we, thing we, last we, week. We, we united all our listeners, like like Reddit. Yeah, Unity TM. Oh God! <laughs> but uh, your boy Aaron. All we, all, we, all we can tell you is that your boy Aaron Rodgers. You know, sounds super mopey. By the way, after I know. Everyone wants to blame Matt LaFleur, and rightfully so. I let you know, oh, oh, which, by the way, I'm so. SDI, who are the payasos of the week? Now let's pull up the notes. Pulling up the notes. All right. Oh, Matt LaFleur, obviously. Ah, you had to pull up the notes for that? Yeah, no, right, obviously. And you had just brought up Aaron Rodgers, too. I don't even think that requires yeah. explanation, right? Like, obviously, Matt in the floor for not, for kicking the field goal. Payaso. Yeah, that's that is the, the, the that was a payaso decision. Although I will say, this the this it wasn't the right decision to kick the field goal SDI SDI, but it definitely took guts. It definitely took balls because had Matt Lafleur gone for it and failed. Nobody would have criticized him. It would have been the right thing to do, and it was. It would have been very understandable to go for it. And and if he doesn't miss, like you know, no one's going to criticize him for it. But he, the kicking the field goal in that situation is actually not the safe play, because you, you're gambling on getting the ball back with two minutes left against Tom Brady. That's a huge risk. That's a that's a ballsy gamble. And if it backfires, you look like an ass. And it backfired, and have, therefore Matt Lafleur is an ass. Yeah, I explained that so perfectly. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I don't care. I don't care if it's a gun. It's still a, it's still a payaso move. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it, it, it is. It was it was a dumb move at the time. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And uh, the, now the and now and then Aaron Rodgers is all mopey afterwards. Like, oh, uh, I don't know what the future holds for me. Well, like, and by the way, I'm gonna throw, make Aaron Rodgers a payaso. I know you have more names on your list, but I'm gonna throw Aaron Rodgers a payaso too. He still has running room for the, 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 those last two plays. Yes, I agree with that. Goal. When I, I was watching the game with LSU Phil, and on that third down, I was like, why isn't he running? I, I saw it live. 
He threw it. Not only did he run, he throws it across his body into double coverage. Yeah. Like that was, he thought that was a better play. Yeah. And even if he doesn't score a touchdown, he's going to get at least six yards and they could go for it from the two right. as fourth opposed and, to the fourth eight. Fourth and two is, is, with Aaron Rodgers is, is a much different than fourth and, and eight or whatever it was. Yeah, like Aaron Rodgers is acting like he, he's throwing LaFleur under the bus. It wasn't my decision. I wasn't the right decision by LaFleur, but he's acting like he had no responsibility in the loss, and he blew it. He choked at the end of the game. Yeah, but he should have got one more play. He should have got one more play, but you know, but he, he was in that. He put himself in that position mm-hmm. by his buffoonery on second and third down. He had running room on second down too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now we're talking about the LSU championship game. If you're listening 30 years from now, obviously Aaron Rodgers is still stuck with one wing. Cause, uh, one wing. Oh, he, he has one chicken wing. <laughs> he's still stuck with one ring. And so he's been so no, he, he's gonna, that, he's that was gonna his last. He's going to win one with the Niners in two years. Oh, ooh, that's a good prediction. When he goes, when right. he goes to a real franchise, it's going to give him some help instead of drafting oh, a quarterback oh. and a third running back. <laughs> it's so true. They drafted a guy who was inactive for the championship game. That, no, even and AJ Dillon had a decent championship game, but it was only because Aaron Jones got hurt, <sighs> and that was their second round pick. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they get what he went. I mean, it's, it's almost, like, it's almost like the GM looks at the depth chart. He goes, "Okay, what positions don't we need? Quarterback, running back. Okay, we'll draft those two." That's that. Well, it comes full circle. It bites him in the ass. What else we got for Epiaso of the Week? Uh, MLB writers not wanting to take any time away from Derek. Oh, oh my God. How did we get so deep into the podcast without mentioning the Hall of Fame? If you're listening 30 years from now, the class of 2021, nobody got voted in. And uh, several key members have one year left uh, next year. Now, it's not like they're not going to have an induction ceremony because the class of 2020 still has to be inducted. The 2020 ceremony was canceled. So I guess the Hall of Fame didn't want to have two classes. No, it wasn't that. It was only because they don't don't want to take – they want it to be only Jeter. Is Jeter the only one from 20 who got inducted? No, I think Larry Walker also. Larry Walker, that's right, yes. But but they want Jeter to have – they want – you know, it's not enough to let him ruin the Marlins. Now we got to let him ruin the Hall of Fame too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and uh yeah that's a and the, well how about the the 14 writers who didn't even who who casted empty ballots oh yeah absurd like come on those people should get their votes taken away but they take it away from levitard because he gave it to like deadspin or something yeah levitard voted for all the steroid guys which i mean uh yeah so barry bonds got like 60 percent clemens got like 60 percent uh, and they got one year left in the ballot. Kurt Schilling, not a steroid guy, but uh, a controversial figure to say the least. Uh, he, well, he played in the steroid era, so maybe he also has some association with yeah, the steroid no, I mean, era. He's, but he, very controversial man. He put ketchup on his sock. <laughs> but he got seventy-one percent of the vote. Uh, he was sixteen votes shy of getting in, but he also has one year left. On the ballot, although he did request to be taking off, taken off of the ballot. It's so funny, for how, next it's so year. funny how, how how people hate how much they hate Schilling. Like even though seventy one percent of writers think he's a Hall of Famer, and he probably will get in next year. Um, eh, we don't know. But if no, I think ballot. he'll get in next year. But um, but it's just so funny how how they just hate him as a human that they're criticizing him for not wanting to be on the ballot. Like oh, baseball has never done that. They shouldn't. They shouldn't succumb to Kurt Schilling's request. Like. 
if Kurt Schilling doesn't want to be in the Hall of Fame, he doesn't have to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, the baseball writers were stopping. Uh, were, 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 I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if officially he's on the ballot. I know the Hall of Fame guy is going to have like a talk about it, but I know the the baseball writers don't want him to be taken off the right. ballot. But like, also, he's got one year left, anyways. Let's, 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 there's a couple things here. First of all, the Hall of Fame it's a freaking museum. Oh, good save! Like it's a freaking museum. Like, come on, calm down. Okay, number one. So, like Barry Bonds should be in, but that's another completely different argument and topic. Number two. Instead of taking Schilling off the ballot, I have a better suggestion. How about you take the writers off of the voting? Because there are a bunch of payasses all of them. I can tell you why Schilling's not going to get in next year. Because um, this is this isn't me making stuff up. This is according to one Gregory J. Cody, a Hall of Fame voter, that he voted for Schilling, but the 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 the, the letter, I guess, the ballots had to have a postmarked. Uh, no, no later than December thirty first of uh, two thousand twenty. I guess. Or I, I guess they're doing mail in ballots. <laughs> well, they always, they always do that. Yeah, they they always do it. But, but then you know the riots on the uh, Capitol happened, and I think Kirk Schilling had came out in support of the rioters, and Greg Cody wrote in his article that he want he called the Hall of Fame. He wanted to have his ballot back so he could unvote uh, Kurt Schilling, but they wouldn't let him do it. And Craig Cody suspects others uh, will have uh, wanted to do the same yeah. thing. So I can tell you right now, next year go around, Kurt Schilling is not getting in. He's going to get maybe. Less than I think by then people will forget about it. Um, that's number one. Number two. Uh, well, uh, oh damn it! I had a good point and I forgot it. I don't remember. Wait, did that have to do with Greg Cody? Uh, no, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I actually have no idea. I don't even know what. Whoa, Damn crazy. it! I hate when that happens. I, it just totally, totally left my mind. But uh, honestly, like enough of these writers. Like, like for all these years, like oh, T- Tony Gwynn, the greatest hitter of all time, or the second greatest hitter of all time. Well, Babe Ruth didn't get in unanimously, so I'm going to vote no on Tony Gwynn. Oh, but Mariano Rivera, whose career consisted of getting three outs. Oh yeah, uh, unanimous, huh? First guy to be unanimous. Unbelievable. <laughs> And then somebody held back which, on Derek which, Jeter. I'm surprised Greg Cody hasn't called the Hall of Fame and told him that he wants Mariano out because he hung out with Trump at the White House. <laughs> Without a mask, too. Yeah. Both of them were not wearing a mask, and they were very close. Yeah, to yeah. Each other. No, I mean the uh, the keeper of the game, Greg Cody, who can't even who doesn't even know what a clock is on the radio. And it's not just Cody; it's all these writers that think that they're that they know more about baseball and that they're holy and that they, you know, Greg Cody knows just as much about baseball as you and I do. He just happens to write for it as like write about it for a living. Like, yeah, yeah, and uh, and uh, how about Tom Verducci with his promo? He like he had like some like some hype music in the background. Jeff Kent, did he do enough? The answer. Yes. <laughs> Scott Rowland, did he do enough? Yes. That one shocked me, man. Like, Scott Rowland was, was, was pretty close. Yeah, he was, like, in the 50s percent. And, and, then... and I, I don't remember. I mean, granted, I was, I was a lot younger, but I remember Scott Rowland. I don't remember Scott Rowland as a Hall of Famer. Yeah, like, he had great seasons with the Cardinals. I'm All right, sure, now, now like, Hall got... of Fame? Like, I don't remember him being Hall of Fame good. All right, that's it. Now we got now we got to do it, SDI. I got to look up the numbers of Scott Rowland. You got you forced me to do it. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm f- curious because all maybe, the NLWs just tuned out like, of the podcast. I even, te- I even texted you. I was like, 
Am I missing something here? Like, I don't remember him being Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, Scott Rowland, uh, baseball reference. It's only 45. What's up, Michael? What's up, Michael? Um, Scott Rowland, as he started with the Phillies. Wow, he spent a lot of time with the Phillies. I forgot about that. I remember him as a Philly. That's also when he said Cardinals, I was also like, what? I remember him as a Philly. Yeah, I, his, okay. Wow, the most amount of home runs he had in a season was 34. But in 2004, he went 34-124 and batted 314. I mean, um, he has 2,000 career hits. 2,000 career hits, 300 home runs, tw- career batting average. Career batting average, 281. He, but he, uh, but, uh, he has won about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 gold gloves. He won Rookie of the Year, and he is a 1, 2, 3, Four, five, six, seven-time All-Star. Yeah, seven-time All-Star, eight-time eight Gold Glove Rookie of the Year. He won the 2000 World Series and the Silver Slugger. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He was a he. Uh, he was fourth of the MVP voting in that 2004 season. But um, yeah, I, I, you know what? Now that I say it, his career wasn't as good as I thought. Well, he also missed some games too. In 2005, the year after his career year, he only played 56 games. Was, oh my God! But was still an All-Star. With five home runs and twenty-eight RBIs of the season, yeah, but you, he was who, still made to the All-Star team. Who, it's it's the same it's the same buffoons that vote for the Hall of Fame. It's a bunch of people that it's just a, it's just it's a popularity contest. Oh my God! Okay, that, now I can now I can see why I will know after seeing that take you got to take an All-Star off the board. Well, that's not, I mean <laughs> that's not right. All right, so fine, give him one less All-Star. It's fine. Yeah, but again, like people people love to bring up the All-Star and in the, in the NFL, the Pro Bowls and all that stuff. To me. Making an All-Star game, making a Pro Bowl means zero because it's fa- – ah. I know they changed it now, but for a long time, it was just a bunch of people in China voting for Yao Ming even though he didn't play a game all year. Oh, yeah. Scott Rowland has another bogus All-Star appearance in 2011, his second-to-last year playing with the Cincinnati Reds. Five home runs, 36 RBIs, 242. And that's for the whole season. That's not even ca- – I mean, we imagine he put his numbers at, his, at the All-Star break. Right. Something like it's – that's why these, these like, talking about all star appearances to me it, it doesn't matter it it, it it makes zero difference. He did have a good career on base percentage at three sixty four. Yeah, no, no. I, like, like I said, I, I remember. I know he was a good player. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying he wasn't a good player. I just don't. I just don't remember him being Hall of Fame good. Yeah, Scott Rowland, Scott Rowe in that 2011 season played. The, he played. He only played three games after the All Star break. So most of that numbers, his five home runs, thirty six RBIs, batted two forty one. Uh, he made an All He made the All Star team that year, two thousand eleven. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that is that is pretty insane. We got wow. We got right, any other payasos before we? Keep yeah, going me. On? Oh, what did you do? I called you at eleven fifteen, trying to get the scoop when I already knew what the scoop was. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. We've been doing our show on Twitch. Uh, the, the Tobin Leroy and uh, and myself and uh, Jay Fig is the video producer and uh, and we had teased a big announcement coming and you were freaking yeah, so out. I, oh I go on Instagram at like 11, 11 o'clock, whatever it was, and I just see Tobin post big announcement. And you had told me the day before, or a couple of days before, that you weren't working that day, the day that they were going to do the big announcement. Mm-hmm. So now my wheel starts spinning. I'm like, is the big announcement that Robbie's leaving and Jay Fig's going to take over? And he didn't tell me. I didn't get the scoop. Now I'm like Greg Cody upset that I didn't get the scoop. <laughs> and I text you and you don't respond. So then I'm like, yeah, all right, enough of this. I call you and, and as soon as I call you, I was like, oh, it's the Twitch thing. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was funny. Like you, like you. I never see such. You were such a craze when you call me. You're like, oh, what's what's going on? What's going on? What's this big announcement? Right. <laughs> Eleven fifteen at night. Yeah, like, that's when I saw the the, the post. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I had my phone on. So I, like you, you probably texted me first, but I wasn't responding. Right, I texted I, you first. I waited like five minutes, and I was like, all right, enough of this. I need to find. I need, I need to call. <laughs> This is what happens when you get drunk at the bar, come home and watch Don Lemon. Then you start. Oh my god! <laughs> well, he's drunk too. Yeah. <laughs> my brain got all mushy from watching Don Lemon, so <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing anymore. Oh my god! Well, I, I, I got a couple more payasos. Another one, probably me, SDI via you. Uh, uh, we, we were on the hunt tra- tracking down Ken Dorsey rumors. He's the quarterback coach <laughs> of the Bills. And uh, the Dolphins don't have an offensive coordinator position. Ken Dorsey is known to fix bad quarterbacks. He's he fixed Josh that? Allen. Who has he fixed? He fixed Josh Allen. Okay, the one. But he said he's known to fix quarterbacks. Well, he, Cam, Newton, Cam Newton won his MVP with Ken okay. Dorsey as quarterback coach. But then again, Ken Dorsey wasn't a – I mean, uh, Cam Newton wasn't a previously bad quarterback. Right, but he got better. Dorsey he came, got better. That's fair. But um, but two is a bad quarterback. He is, and I would love for Ken Dorsey, you know, the greatest Miami Hurricane, one of the greatest Miami Hurricanes ever, uh, to be uh, the offensive what coordinator. What is he like number six on the list of quarterbacks? Uh, in, uh, in, in passing? Like no, I'm saying in general. Like if you were to rank UM quarterbacks, no, he's number one. Bro. No, no, he's not better than Testaverde. Well, he, he, yes, he's better than Testaverde. He was better at least while they were in college. Jim Kelly, better than Kelly, better than Kelly. The, the, uh, and definitely better than Brad Kaya, who passes. He had all the passing records before Brad Kaya. What about G- Gino Toretta? Oh, Gino, uh, Gino Toretta won a Heisman. You could debate that, but no, but no, but, but uh, Gino Toretta pooped the bed in the title game. And so, uh, uh, Ken, I, I, Ken Dorsey won a title and was robbed of another one. Mm-hmm. To Corey Harris? To Corey, okay, now we're just getting ridiculous. Derek King, you know. Uh, Tate Martell? Uh, oh, God, transferred, by the way. Where'd he go? Oh, uh, you don't know. He's in the portal. Oh, he's in the portal. Okay. By the way, Mackenzie Milton. I'm I'm reporting it right now. Mackenzie Milton to Tennessee. Wait, but he already transferred to Florida State. He did. Yeah. Oh, oh never mind. Back, oh, back reporting on my part. Yeah. Well, he but that but that but he did transfer to Florida State prior to the head coach and the athletic director of UCF both going to Tennessee. I didn't know Mackenzie Milton to Florida State. That's actually not a bad. That's not a. That's not bad. Yeah, he, that was like, like a. That. Yeah, it was towards the end of the season. I bet he wishes he would have waited, mm-hmm. and then he could have transferred to Tennessee. I kind of like Mackenzie Milton at Florida State. They need like a good veteran leader presence at quarterback. As if he's healthy, if he has the Alex Smith recovery, then he could be a good player for Florida mm-hmm. State. Yeah, yeah. So that's not a bad play for him to go. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, what do we got? But, so, but anyways, you called oh, so, me. Wait, Martell is still oh because he has that extra the Rona year of eligibility. Yeah. Mm. And he opted out of the season anyways. This past, I'm not that he was going to play anyways. But so, but anyways, back he to opted Ken Dorsey. Out? Yeah, this is how far he's fallen. I had no idea. <laughs> God, I remember we were so hype when he transferred. And then I saw his first practice. I'm like, oh God, this guy can't pass. Uh, but uh, anyways, you had set me up the week prior. You told me you you were at the at your, at your spot at Blue, and you saw Kevin Durant's brother there. I well, did. Yeah. That that is fact. He was there. I 100. percent and so a week later, you call and tell me Ken Dorsey is at Blue, and I'm like, oh my god, 
Why is he? I'm like, oh my god, he's. And I start telling people, like, oh my god, Ken Dorsey was. Spun well, but hold on, hold on. You missed a part earlier in the day on on 790. You had brought up that Ken Dorsey was spun in a Chipotle. Yeah, somebody had that's told why, me. That's why the idea was in my head. <laughs> and it was, and I and I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. And if you didn't tell me, I would have believed it to the teeth. That Ken I shouldn't Dorsey have said anything. A... I shouldn't have said anything so that you would have reported on the radio the next yeah. day, and nobody but... would have, nobody could have debunked it. Like nobody would like. Yeah, and like, that's where you go when you celebrate a new hire, a, a promotion. That's the place where you go to, to celebrate. Yeah, I mean, I, he was there with Lane Kiffin. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a payaso for folly for that. And I, I guess I can't make you a payaso. That was a very shrewd move. And you had the perfect, you didn't set me up. But you had it built. You had the setup already in place. You had no yeah. idea with the Kevin Durant's brother being at there a week earlier. By the way, that reminds me, and I have another. I have another edition of Payaso of the Week. Who? Kevin Durant's brother. Oh. <laughs> My God, man! It's like five o'clock, five thirty. The bar's empty. It's me, the bartender, and him. Like he was the only other customer because it was early. It was early in the day, so it was just me and him. We were the only two customers in the bar. Guy is on the phone yelling at the top of his lungs, arguing with, I don't know who, about whether Carmelo Anthony is a better scorer than his brother or not. Oh, my God. Ye- yelling at the top of his lungs? 45 minutes on the phone talking about Carmelo Anthony. Oh, my God. But like, like, like yelling. Like, <laughs> the bartender, at one point, the bartender goes up to him, and, and she goes, your drink is, is getting all watered down, dude. Oh my God! So he just took took a sip of his beer and just like he was just there. Just, oh, no. just he's, Ke- he's Kevin's around brother. He was not drinking just beer. Oh yeah, yeah. He was drinking the good stuff. Yeah, the good stuff. Yes, very. He took a sip of the good stuff, uh, and uh, <laughs> and just was there just to yell on the phone. Mm-hmm. And, then he, and, then he, and then he ate his lemon pepper chicken, and then had another drink, and then left. I didn't even get a chance to talk to him. Oh my God. I was going to bring him on the podcast, and I was just going to make him Carmelo Anthony takes. I don't even know anything about Carmelo Anthony, but I was going to make some mistakes. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that is a riot. That, 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 that's the payoff of the week right there. Yeah, but just, that just... one is 100% confirmed that it is his brother because he looked like him, and he opened a tab. And when he opened the tab, he gave the bartender his credit card and his ID, and it was an Oklahoma ID, and the, and the name on it was Anthony Durant. There you go. There you go. So that I think that's the that's the so far playoffs of the week. Uh, I have another one. Um, well, we, we we thought you had a light list, but I, I we ended up finding on discovering. Uh, oh, good. This is about, that's 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 when this segment is at its best. Uh, the Florida Department of Motor Vehicles. Uh, <laughs> the, I mean, the DMV being on the playoffs of the week is is probably common amongst other SDI and degenerate podcasts. But yeah. Yeah, well, we don't. We only have to go like once every eight years or so. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to renew my license, which we discovered when we went we're in Vegas at the Pie Got table. That on a, on that day, my license expired the day of my birth, obviously. And so I, I've been putting it off, procrastinating. And then a couple of weeks ago, I had to make an appointment, and an appointment with the next closest appointment wasn't for another couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I yesterday I went on the January twenty seventh, two thousand twenty. And I went to the good old Mall of Americas on uh, Flagler Street in the Palmetto. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, they sent me an email. They're saying, my appointment was 1.50 p.m. And they said, 
make sure you show up at least five minutes early to your appointment or you will have to reschedule. So they put the fear of God in me. And then he like, oh God, I better not be late. If I'm late, I have to do I have to like reschedule a new appointment. So mm-hmm. I get there, I get there like 45 minutes. Now, this is probably a common DMV story. This probably happens all the time. Actually, probably does probably happens to every single person. So it's but it's, it's still a biaso system. So I get there like 45 minutes early. And um just just to be safe. And um I, I like I, I, uh, the, the, I go to the line, I go to the line where the DMV is. And they tell me, uh, no, no, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go to the line all the way in the back. So you got to go all the way in the far back. And they have like three cones set up based on appointment times. Mm-hmm. And it's one o'clock. And I'm looking at my watch. It's one o'clock. But all three of the cones had appointment times that already passed. It was like 12, 10, 12, 20. Yeah, they didn't change appointment times. Yeah. Yeah. And so wait a minute. The, 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 these guys are running like 30 minutes behind. So I'm like, all right, I might as well, all right, I'll go to the food court. I'll kill some more time. And I asked the lady, like, oh, your appointment's not ready yet. And then, they start, then you know, it's 150. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, I'm, uh, and uh, then they start, they fire. Uh, I don't get to go to one of those cones until like 220, which yeah. is like 30 minutes yeah, after funny. my appointment. Disclaimer, make sure you show up five minutes early just so we can see you half an hour late. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's a, that, by the way, that's just to get in the line. That's not for me to get to. I'm not at a, at a, at a table or a, a station, like, you know, giving paperwork and getting a new license. No, 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 no. That's just so I could get in line at, at mm-hmm. one of the cones. Because mm-hmm. now they do it. They have the three, they have it like a 10 minute intervals. Like All every right. 10 minutes, they, they, they send one cone of full of people. They send it to the next part of the line. And mm-hmm. then they, and then that opens up a cone and then they put the next appointment time on there in 10 right. minute in- intervals. So I, that, so I didn't get into the cone until like 2.20, 30 minutes after my appointment. Mm-hmm. I get, I'm watching senior bowl practice on my phone. I think I'm saying about that cone for like 10, 15 minutes. And then they clear us and they go to the next part of the line, which is in the middle of the middle of the mall, middle of the, of the, of the, of the, the, the courtyard, I mean the, the center court, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's the next stop. I was there for like another 10, 15 minutes. And then they start letting people out to the next part of the line, and then they stop me. I'm like the second person uh, in the line after that. Then they send me to the line. Like then, uh, 10, 15 minutes go by. I go to the next part, the next line, which is you know now I'm in the line to get into the building of the not into, into the office of the DMV. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's social distancing. You gotta you know stand. They have stickers. You gotta stand six feet apart. All that stuff. That that line is moving a little bit quicker. I'm slowly creeping up, creeping my way into the actual DMV, and then I get there and I got to take a number, and they tell me to sit down. Right. <laughs> so I, I get so, so I was actually relieved. Like, all right, I had to sit down. I've been standing for like a good 40, 35, 35, 45 minutes to an hour. I've been standing. I'll, I'll, I could use the seat. So I sit mm-hmm. down, and you wait, you wait, you wait, and then they uh, finally. Call the, my number to get back in another line. I'm, I'm back in line again. <laughs> yeah, the DMV is a disaster. That, that, that's why when you get the, the mail, the thing in the mail to renew it, you got to just do it that way. Well, but they, they don't let you do the mail, the mail, the, uh, the electron, they don't let you do it electronically two times in a row because I did it the last time. The last time. Oh, I ran... okay. I didn't know that. Okay. So yeah, you, you might be due. You might be, you might be due to, to do the hassle, the DMV, your next. No, no. The, my current license is the first time I've ever had a Florida license, and I had to get it at the DMV. Okay. All right. So, so I get in line, and there's, by the way, there's like, they have like 30 stations, but like, you know, they probably like stripped down to about 10 or 12 uh, workers uh, at the stations because of COVID. They got to spread everybody out. 
So, mm-hmm. and so this is this is so now I'm getting getting close. I'm getting close to the to the to the to the line. And mind you, like the, the the way it works is there's like an L. There's like a row of like five people. Uh, there's like a of of, of like five or six people uh, working uh, working the stations. And then there's like a, another row of like five, another five, six people working. And then there's another row where it's one station, where it's one guy working. So, and once I get through that line, the lady in front of me, um, she they send the lady to that to the one that that one station, the one the one station by itself. And then they ask me instead of waiting in line to go to any one of these other possible stations, they had me wait. Right behind her, and she just started. So I'm like, oh my god! And then, meanwhile, people behind me they got to go in the other line with all the other stations available to them. So they had like a five in one chance of going next, as opposed to me, where I had to wait for this one lady to finish before I could go. I didn't have I didn't have to wait on one of five possible people. So there was people like five five or six people behind me. They were going ahead of me. I was livid. Bastards. Get your license. And then, but eventually, after the lady took forever, eventually I got there. And I had to bring my birth certificate, my social security card, my registration. Why did you need all that if you had an, an ID here before? But my ID was technically expired. Now, that's, what they, that's what they told me to do in the emails. So I just followed the rules. Right, and then they don't ask for anything. And, and then, I, yeah, no, I gave them all that stuff. That part was actually quick. And then I had a little freak out because uh, I, uh, I had to do a reading test. I had to look into like the, these binoculars. Uh-huh. And there was one letter I couldn't see. Like I could, there was like yeah. an O that I couldn't tell if it was an o, a, a C or an O. It was really small. Like, oh God, are they not going to give me a license after all this because I, I couldn't read yeah. one letter? Yeah. And then the, the, the guy's like, oh no, you're good, you're fine. But then it wasn't the end. I, I get, I file the paperwork, and then I have to go into another line mm-hmm. to pay. And then, and then you got to go in that line, and then I finally paid, and then I start to wait for them to print out my yeah. license. And then I, I, it ended up being like three. I ended up walking out of there. I'd say like around. 4:30, and my appointment was 1:50. Yeah, it's insane. There's nothing. You, there's nothing you can do. My appointment was just so I have a right to be in the line. I don't even get seen at, at my right. appointment time. It's like almost useless. Yeah, yeah, it's a disaster. The DMV's always been a disaster. <laughs> also, that one, that one is a mess. I, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Well, I, remember. I was, I was helping Angela get and I uh, transfer her Massachusetts license to Florida. And I went with her, and we went to that one, and and it was just it was a zoo. So I was like, no, 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 there's another one like ten minutes away. Let's go to that one. Wow, you're you're a really good friend. If you're going to to the DMV, help somebody out at the well, DMV. I mean, it was just an excuse to, to walk around Miami with a hot girl on my arms. <laughs> Dude, if we were still doing VT radio, that would have been the perfect time to kung pow in the commercial break. That's a brilliant yeah. line. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Should we get some of these? So we should save the Super Bowl prop bets for next week. Next week's gonna be a two-hour podcast because we're gonna do all the prop bets. By the way, save for next week. We will. My Jamal Murray bet yesterday that I that I told you. Yeah. The over. Yeah. Well, you the way you texted it was. I didn't bet it, but you texted. Uh, let's see I what, said, what I said, I love the Jamal Murray see. over or something like that. Yeah, but you meant to, I think you meant to say over, but you came out oh, as something I else. Say over? No, I love the Jamal Murray foe tonight. Oh, well, you didn't, you didn't question it. <laughs> no, no, I figured I knew what you meant, the Jamal Murray he over. He went over, right? He went but, over 19? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. so obvious. 
Oh, the heat got by. They have some. They have some issues. Yeah, need yeah. We back. need to replay my my rant on them. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you got to do another post game show ranting yeah, on I mean, until they can bounce games, back. What is it? 10, 16 games into the season? I don't care. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not that worried either. But no, I, mean, no, they are I am drunk. worried. They're not. They're not. They're obviously not going to. They, 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 they'll be lucky if they get into the playoffs. Um, but it was kind of expected. Like this is what happens when you when you put all your eggs in the Giannis basket. And I mean, it's fine. I'm not blaming yeah. Riley for doing that. He he did the right thing. But that's why they have so much problems at at at, at their depth position. And two, two, you know, three guys get hurt and they got nobody else. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's been rough for the, the Heat. In fact, yesterday the Miami Heat and the Miami Hurricanes basketball teams both lose by twenty one on the same day. Anthony, uh, Bam Adebayo reminds me a lot of Anthony Davis, by the way. So he's going to start no, training like, really threes. Player, but can't do it on his own. Oh, that's that's a, that's a fair that's a fair conspiracy. Yeah, Bam Adebayo. Like, can't do he's it. a great player, but he's not he's not like a Jimmy Butler. He's not going to take over the game and win you the game. Yeah, no, that's that's that's, that's not, not his. Game. That's not, not his what style. he's supposed to do. Yeah, which is great, but he's, he's still he's a solid. No, player. no, no, he's and, definitely you know, yes, a, he's definitely be. a max guy. I'm not hating on him. He's been he's been really good, but he's not. He's like, he, like if he was if Jimmy Butler was out all year, uh, the, there's no way like that he would be one one and done in the playoffs. All right, so we we got we got to get so this SDI. You may think that there's no football this week. No, the Senior Bowl and no games to pick. Ah, that's right. We got to pick the Senior Bowl, the American versus the national side, um, and Mobile, Alabama. It is even pick them. This literally says on Bovada the spread is zero, and the over under is at forty one. They changed um, the names of the teams. Yeah, it's not East West anymore. It's not North South anymore. You're right. They did change it. American and national. I guess that way they can, they don't have to geogra- They don't have to have teams from the South playing on the South team. Yeah, but and it American was always a dis- versus national. What a terrible, what a terrible names. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, and so um, I believe Brian Flores is coaching the national squad, and Matt Rule is coaching the American squad. So I'm going to go with Brian Flores and the national what's squad. What, 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 what what's a national? Washington. They're Washington. No, what, like people from Washington, or like what's a national? Yeah, they, they, they wanted to do the NFC versus the basically NFC versus AFC. It's a, they're at the Pro Bowl two days in a row. But yeah, on on, on Madden. Yeah, I'll go, we'll get to that. <laughs> what is a national? Let's find out. I don't even know what national is. It's just you know the national versus American. It's country versus America. That's yeah. I don't know what. Oh, I okay. guess it's, they it's, don't it's have a person owning permanent allegiance to a state. This is according to U.S. law. Ah. Uh, uh, okay. All right. So, so who you, who you got? Na- the the national side or the American side? The nationals. All right, you going with Brian Flores? Oh wait, no, All never right. mind. Never mind. I want the other team. Oh, uh, you going with the American Matt Rule? Yeah, I prefer Matt Rule <laughs> over Hall of Famer Brian Flores. <laughs> and finally, SDI. Yes, they put odds on this. Um. They put odds on this. I could not believe this. The, the odds are this lopsided for a video game simulation. And that is the virtual Pro Bowl. Uh, you could bet on this. And SDI, the AFC, if you want to bet the AFC to win, it's minus 220. And you got the underdog NFC at plus 155. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll, take, I'll take the uh, 
I'll take I'll take the the uh, Amazon Web Services to ban Madden. <laughs> ban the servers. <laughs> yeah, like what? There's no there's no what, what happens if there's like a power outage or a server out uh, issue yeah. in the middle of the in the middle of the game? Like, well, what happened to the bets? Yeah, yeah. John Madden's gonna get caught with a red hat, and they're, and then Amazon's gonna ban the servers. <laughs> A Chiefs hat, but you're just going to say red hat. Actually, wait, why would he wear it? He's a Raider. He wouldn't wear a Chiefs hat. (laughs) I'm taking the NFC in the plus 155. I just can't lay minus 220 on a video game team. You have to be ridiculously stupid. Honestly, honestly, what's, what's worse? Betting on that game or watching the game? I'm, I mean, I am curious to see. Just, I'm not going to watch the entire game, but I am want to watch. Well, I am, I'm curious on how the production is. Is it the Monday Night Crew? I think it is. I think. Oh my God, is Steve Levy and them going to have to do commentary like, on like this Blue video Ritty's game? going to have to leave an interview to do the Pro Bowl video game commentary. <laughs> 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 Are there any GMs up there for Lou Riddick? To... Uh, uh, no, I think all, all the coaches got hired. Uh, all the GMs, I think, got hired. Oh, too. okay. So, all right. So we got we got we got about eleven months before it's Lou Riddick interview season again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, is, is Patrick Mahomes playing in this virtual Pro Bowl? No, he has to sit out. He has to sit out. He has to sit out. He's in the Super Bowl. He can't play in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it's virtual. No, but I think yeah. they better be doing the same rules. All right, for now, 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 now it must be now. It Mahomes mo- gets hurt in the virtual game, and then, and then, oh, it doesn't matter. He'll still pass a concussion test. <laughs> All right, virtual Pro Bowl rosters, twenty twenty. Let's see how this works. Okay, yeah, but they they, they, they reveal the rosters in, in December, so of course Patrick Mahomes will be on there. But um, yeah, Pro Bowl players revealed uh, virtual Pro Bowl rules rules all right let's see virtual pro bowl rules uh it's just it's just voting it doesn't explain no i think patrick mahomes is gonna play oh that's risky man what if he gets hurt <laughs> is patrick mahomes can patrick mahomes patrick mahomes i bet you Ravel has an article about in... this on action on action network <laughs> well, I'm surprised. I, I thought he wanted sports to be so. Well, this is kind of sport. It's just virtual. Yeah, totally safe. Okay, here's here's an article on Sporting News. How does the NFL Pro Bowl work in 2021? Everything to know about the virtual Madden game. Da, 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 da. Click on the article to load. Oh, okay. So Carissa Thompson is the host. Okay, I'm probably watching the Pro Bowl now. <laughs> so it's on Fox. Uh, uh, it is on. YouTube, it's on. Uh, I mean, it, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it is on Fox because Michael Strahan is also hosting too. Hmm. Oh wait a minute, Bubba Wallace, Snoop Dogg. Oh wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! I saw. I, I gotta do further digging. Okay, NFL, a version of the game we played this weekend. Some current and former NFL players, along with celebrities, will be c- competing. With Pro Bowl wa- rosters, oh my God! So they're gonna actually have players. It's not. It's not gonna be a computer simulation. Yeah, this is. This is, have... this is a, you cannot bet this game. This is absurd. <laughs> well, I'm gonna take the plus one fifty five. Even in Miss Unparalleled Challenge. Okay, so how does exactly does it work? Okay. Uh, well, okay. What is the Pro Bowl? Sunday, January thirty first, five o'clock Eastern. 
how to watch. In a number of ways, you can watch the EA's Madden NFL Twitch channel. Oh, which, uh, which, are, which are a partner at 790 Ticket. As well as NFL's YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook platforms. Okay, so it doesn't look like it's on regular TV. Because mm. uh, it looks like it's on social media networks or yeah, Twitch or YouTube or Twitter. <laughs> In addition, streamers Ninja, Phasey Swag, Austin Show, and AMP will have the game available on their respective Twitch channels as a watch party. Carissa Thompson and Michael Tom- uh, Strahan will be hosting the event. Eight players and celebrities competing against one another using the video game added 21. Four people will control the NFC while another four control the AFC. Yeah, you, you cannot, you, there's no way you can bet this game, man. You don't know, you don't so know, only you one... know how good Snoop Dogg is at Madden. <laughs> but that means, wait a minute. It, that means you're gonna have players playing individual positions. You, you're like you're gonna have a or, guy or, no, or is it gonna be per quarter? Oh, they might. They you know what? They might do it per quarter. They might have yeah. You, one guy play because yeah. yeah I, I'll, it'd be pretty hard to control your offensive line. Yeah, like, it'll be like Snoop Dogg versus Bubba Wallace in the first quarter. Yeah. All right. So, uh, D- Deshaun Watson. And Kyler Murray have been named team leads. That's going to be awkward for Deshaun Watson dealing with all these trade rumors as this is going down. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough for managing all the questions from the reporters in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so watching this now. I've been named team leads as they are Pro Bowl players this season. The players will be playing the game from their homes and will play one five-minute quarter of the game. Uh, so I guess each player is playing a five-minute quarter. It was not announced which participants will be playing each quarter. It's also not clear if the teams will get everyone involved like a traditional Pro Bowl or if they will be pretty much the starters playing. Dude, imagine, imagine Sport- if this is the first time you make it to the Pro Bowl and, the last, and, and, they don't, and then Snoop Dogg doesn't put you in the game. <laughs> EA Sport, but it does say, yeah, it does say EA Sports has a feature in its preseason for franchise mode that automatically subs, its back, subs in backups. So it's certainly possible to apply that to the Pro Bowl. We, they don't even know if they could do that. So the AFC is going to have Snoop Dogg, Deshaun Watson, Derrick Henry, and Keyshawn Johnson. The NFC is going to have Bubba Wallace, Marshawn Lynch, Kyler Murray, and Jamal Adams. So okay, so so I would go with I would go with a team with a Keyshawn on it because he's not going to run the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's the AFC. This is absurd. Oh, yeah, this go. is the most absurd thing in the world. I cannot believe this is a thing. I cannot believe this is a thing. I can't believe it's being broadcasted. I can't believe it's, I can't believe we're talking about. This is the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh uh, yeah, is on the roster. Oh, Eric Fisher. He, he's on the roster, even though he's out. He tore his Achilles. He's uh, wonder, wonder if they're gonna. No, he's a tough guy. Tough guy. Football guy. <laughs> But I mean, Madden usually updates the roster, so they probably won't let him play. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Patrick Mahomes is actually starting in the game. I think uh, I figured that's, out that's... the worst thing that's ever happened in the, during Rona. This thing. <laughs> I'm so watching this. This is, this this is, is worse this than is... knowing Anthony Fauci's name. <laughs> highest paid, highest paid American employee, by the way. Did you see that? Uh, what? Highest paid government official. Did he get a raise under the new regime, or he had always been the highest paid? I don't know. Person? I just know he was in 2020. He was the highest paid government official. <laughs> oh, you know, he made almost half a million dollars. What? Oh, like four hundred twenty-five thousand, I think. Uh, so the, the, the conspiracy theorists are gonna have a field day with that. Yeah, I mean, look, he worked his butt off. I mean, he did. He did. He did make sure that you know everybody knew that we were all gonna die if we didn't stay home and wear three masks. <laughs> I mean, two, sorry, two, two. I, I can't keep up with, the, with how many masks. 
<laughs> yeah, I did see a thing where like somebody's putting out like you know the second mask is per- is it gives you a higher percentage of prevent COVID. Right. Yeah. For sure. Like, I wear two masks. Then, like, I, I wear three actually. <laughs> yeah, they went well, out four. So, well, what, what, if if I'm going to the strip club, I'm wearing four. <laughs> and, and when it's... I'm home by myself, I wear six. <laughs> Well, I better, I better have a uh, seven to eight mask ready for uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs>